This episode of the Rhythms Podcast is made possible through the support of Love Police Touring, bringing you a sleep at the wheel with Brennan Lee, Joshua Headley and Lucky Oceans at the Out on the Weekend Festival and other dates across Australia. Details at lovepolice.com.au. Hi, I'm Brian Wise, editor of Rhythms Magazine, and in this episode of the Rhythms Podcast, my guest is Brennan Lee an American songwriter, guitar player, mandolin player and singer from North Dakota who will be in Australia to appear at the Out on the Weekend Festival and other dates with Asleep at the Wheel. Brennan began singing and playing mandolin with her brother as a teenager and after being in various bands was soon sharing stages with leading country music performers. Her songs have been recorded by Liam Womack, Rodney Crowell, Sonny Sweeney, Charlie Crockett and many others. Brennan has released 10 albums since 2003, including Obsessed with the West in 2022, recorded with Asleep at the Wheel. Her latest album is Ain't Through Honky Tonkin' Yet, which says it all about the music on the album, and I caught up with Brennan to talk about that and her career. People only stop here because they're passing through, and I ring them up for diesel cigarettes and they're headed on to Dallas or Memphis, Tennessee. I've never been past Little Rock and I'm down near 33. I'm gonna tell my boss he's fired, burn my unpaid bills. And if folks ask when I'm coming back, promise I never will. I'm dropping off my name tag, I'm gonna hug my mom and pa. Hey, before we talk about the new album, let's fill people in on a little bit of your history. You're originally from, what, North Dakota and began playing mandolin. Tell us a little bit about your background. So uh, even for Americans, where I'm from is kind of confusing because North Dakota is the, um, I say this lovingly, the 50th most visited state in the union. And um, it's it's not much is known about North Dakota. It's not really in the national news very much. <laughs> but um, so I was born in North Dakota and then I grew up right across the state line in Minnesota. So like right kind of in between those two places. Um, and then uh, my brother and I started playing uh, country music, kind of brother duet stuff in our teens. Uh, Leuven Brothers, Delmore Brothers some old bluegrass and you know old country and uh that's been my sole job since i was a teenager so i've never uh, had a, had another life besides being a musician touring musician so you went out touring with your brother you toured with some fairly high profile people didn't you uh it, it depends <laughs> who you ask but we are you know we we toured all around the country uh in our teens and I think when I was 20, we toured behind Ralph Stanley. Um, and then we moved to Austin, Texas. And I was there for 15 years. Now I'm in Nashville. Uh, what made you leave Austin for Nashville? I guess the, the music industry is more centered in, in Nashville than Austin. You know, it's really just a personal decision. I, I, I do get asked that a lot because there's a lot of back and forth. Um, a lot of my Texas friends have lived here before and vice versa. Um, 
Nashville, I would say, as a sort of a generic answer to that question, is that it's more of a music business town, whereas Austin is more of a live music town. Mm-hmm. So you can play, you know, actually in both towns, you can play seven days a week if you really want to. Um, but for me, the appeal was in um, the sort of uh, focus on songwriting here. I moved here because I got a publishing deal. I'd always wanted to live here. And a lot of my favorite records um, were made here. You know, uh, Nashville's always been a country music town. Uh, That's always been our identity. And there's a lot of people here that cling to that really proudly. And I'm really proud of that. You set your sight on me one night when I was sad and lonely. We sang a song before too long. I was thinking of you only. You were soft and nice. I did not think twice because attention I was craving. Without much ado, I ran straight through the red flags you were waving. You raise a very interesting point about getting a publishing deal, which is something you can do in Nashville, and that's an important part of a lot of songwriters' livelihood there, isn't it? Yeah, so that whole industry, you know, exists here. Um, and that was something I was attracted to as a writer. Um, I'd been, I know, and I know to, to the average person, it, it doesn't like, it's probably kind of a confusing term, but basically you're writing songs for a company who then pitches your songs to entities, whether it's artists or movies, TV, commercials. And that was appealing to me. It was something I wanted to do because a lot of my heroes had done that. So, and it helped me get here. It helped me afford to make a make the leap and move. There's also a really strong co-writing culture here. Writers get together and collaborate a lot, you know, on a daily basis. And it's just a really vibrant scene. Nashville's so big and the music scene, music industry is so big here that there are multiple scenes sort of going on at once. And some people have a foot in several. Most people, you know, that are active and busy have a foot in several. Like I've got a foot in bluegrass, a foot in traditional country and a foot in the songwriter culture here. It's kind of an embarrassment of riches. There's a lot of talent and a lot of opportunities. Next door to me She'd roll home in style And I knew she'd be back in town a while Cause her man stayed at home Brewing bathtub moonshine all along He's a chain-smoking, reefer-talking Billy Golden He loves Carol with me But you've been lucky enough to get your songs uh, recorded by some fairly important people, haven't you? Important in my world, you know, uh, and that and that can be so encouraging and validating to a young a writer. You know, like my first what I would call bigger cut was with Leanne Womack. And that happened when I was still in Austin. And it just felt amazing. Wow, that voice wants to sing my words. 
that was huge for me. Every time I do, I remember why I don't. I'm lying to myself when I say that I won't. I'm sorry that I did, but then I go. So you, you moved to Nashville, you've been living there and recording there for a while. The new album is called Ain't Through Honky Tonkin' Yet, uh, as if there was ever any doubt that you would be through Honky Tonkin', would you say? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, you know, signs point to no. It's always been what I did. You know, as we were speaking about, I've been a country singer since I was a kid. So to me, those places are really just priceless. You know, the places that the craft and the the culture is really still on display and allowed to be itself. Those places are few and far between, but uh, those are those are the ones that are dear to my heart. The album's produced by Chris Scruggs, who I was lucky enough to see playing with Marty Stewart. I go to a little festival out in West Texas in Marfa called the Trans-Picos Festival, and uh he was there with uh, Marty playing last year, and, and that is an incredible band. And, uh, of course, Marty's on the album as well. Tell us about working with Chris. I think you've worked with him before, of course, haven't you? Yeah, we're, we've been friends for years. Um, and when I had the idea to do this, what I would call a classic sort of Nashville country record, I knew we needed him for it. So, you know, it was lovely just getting together and brainstorming because his, you know, the thing that makes him special is his enthusiasm and his passion you know he's very knowledgeable he knows a lot about our genre and our music but that is a result and he'll tell you this probably is a result of obsession and just being in love with it his whole life and growing up in it i hear your tires on the gravel it's that same old sound Tell us about the songwriting on the album. So every single song is an original song that I wrote by myself or with someone else. Right. Um, and, and that was the toughest piece, I think, because the late 60s in Nashville, I really idealized that era. And I think what was so good about that era, one of the main things we had going for us as a genre and a community was the writing. Just airtight 
perfect songs. You know, you had people like Bill Anderson and Tom T. Hall <laughs> walking around, you know, trying to hustle and get cuts. And that's the hardest thing to try to emulate, in my opinion. Like you, you can polish and polish a song and produce it to the within inches of its life but if if the song isn't good to begin with you know um you haven't got anything in my opinion so the writing is the most challenging piece so who were some of your co-writers on the album i probably will forget someone but i wrote a couple of them with noel mckay mm-hmm. i wrote um one with tessie lou williams one with mallory eagle the single carol with an e she and i wrote that one together the title track of the album I wrote with John Scott Sherrill. John Scott and I write pretty often together. Um, he's wonderful um, and worth looking up if you aren't aware of him. Right. Silas Lowe, who's a writer from Austin, he and I wrote one of the tracks that run it out of Hope, Arkansas. I think that's everyone, but I'm probably leaving somebody out. Right. Well, you mentioned that that's an important part of the whole Nashville um songwriting uh, fraternity but how does that work when you're writing with someone does does the publisher put you with the other person or do you find them are they friends and and do you get together in person or do you send each other stuff down the line um all of the above (laughs) but uh when i you know when i moved here and i was writing like full-time as like a staff writer um i was writing with new people that i'd never met quite a bit by the time I recorded this, you know, I was kind of down to close friends and relations. So um, everyone on this record pretty much is a is a close personal friend. I, I forgot to say Mary Bragg and, right. I, and also Aaron Enderlin, both of them. I include them in that, you know, every kind of everyone I co-wrote with um, are sort of my regular cohorts for writing. One of them is my brother. My brother and I wrote um, The Bar Should Say Thanks. And his name's Seth Hulbert. When they threw me out, I heard the slamming of familiar swinging doors. And as I stumbled across that parking lot gravel, heard him say, don't come around anymore. I'll have to find a new place for my booze in these uptight highbrows. What would be the main themes of the country music explores? I mean, drinking seems to be a big one in a lot of the songs. Well, for me, it's like just stories about real people. Mm. And I think I, mean, I don't want to get on my soapbox at all because we could we're all tired of talking about how we've been betrayed by, you know, modern country. But uh, the th- some of the things I really I really enjoy about classic country is the flawed people Mm. the flawed characters you know even for the main character in the song to be flawed to be wrong to be the wrongdoer to be the addict you know to be not pretty and i think there's some of that on this record there's also some humor and some uh, heartbreak and some joy you know all the things that i think make people humans and lonely came to town she showed up at my door just 
Scattered all her luggage on the floor She sat down in the kitchen Poured a glass of tea When Lonely came to town to visit me When Lonely settled in She moved from room to room It was clear she wasn't leaving soon Night and day When lonely settled in She came to stay When lonely comes around There's nothing you can do For a while she's gonna have her way with you If I'd had any idea She would stay so long I'd have locked the door I'd have never who are the players that uh, Chris or yourself have gathered together in the studio to play on it? Because it sounds fantastic. Well, I can, I should probably send you the list because yeah. if I verbally tell you, I, I'll forget people. But just to name a few, uh, Aaron Till played the fiddle. Chris Scruggs played most of the electric guitar. Tommy Hannum played pedal steel. He's a guy I love to play with around Nashville. One of my favorite players. Rodney Crowell sang some of the harmony. Um, Vicky Vaughn sang harmony on it. We have Marty. I know I'm forgetting people, but it felt like everyone was emotionally with us, if that makes sense. When lonely comes around, there's nothing you can do. For a while, she's gonna have her way with you. If I'd had any idea, she would stay so So this is this is quite different to the album you recorded a few years ago, Prairie Love Letter, which was produced by Robbie Fuchs and I think Steve Albini recorded it in, in Chicago. So th this is quite a different sort of project, isn't it? Yeah, um, it's it's a different story, and I've kind of made peace with the fact that every record is different. Mm -hmm. uh, Prairie Prairie is kind of the closest to my heart. I think of everything I've ever made if I had to pick one, because I, it's just, my, it's just a very personal story. It's about, you know, where I grew up and my family. It's, it's sort of a heart story. This one is, it, it, it's hard to describe. I just say this record is sort of my, the result of my obsessing over that certain really special magical era in Nashville when many of my favorite records were made. And, you know, I, I don't want it to be a relic. I want it to be current and, and truthful. And I think, in, I think if we're making country music, I don't think we have to choose between, you know, authentic and relatable. We don't need to become a relic. I think we are allowed to evolve. But I, I enjoy some of the traditional elements, obviously. It's what I grew up with. Watching all my friends settling down They no longer want to go out on the town Well, I could have that car 
you for speaking with me and uh, for the good questions. I appreciate it, Brian. Thank you. Thanks very much. This episode of the Rhythms Podcast is made possible through the support of Love Police Touring, bringing you a sleep at the wheel with Brennan Lee, Joshua Headley and Lucky Oceans at the Out on the Weekend Festival and other dates across Australia. Details at lovepolice.com.au.